To support this podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Once again, positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Thank you and enjoy the program. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by PB and Joey. Simple, honest, and delicious. Go to pbandjoey.com for more information. $35 or more gets you free shipping. That's pbandjoey.com for more information. pbandjoey.com. This episode of the podcast is also brought to you by poppycrock.com. All your fake news in bite-sized portions. Go to poppycrock.com for more information. Or misinformation. That's poppycrock.com. Hey, everyone, here's a great way to support this website and make money for yourself. This is Robinhood, the app that makes investing easier and offers more ways to make your money work harder. Their goal, investing in financial markets more affordable, more intuitive, and more fun, no matter how much experience you have or don't have. Keep a broker in your back pocket. Everything you need to manage your assets and all available in a single app. Set up customized news and notifications to stay on top of your assets as casually or as relentlessly as you like. Controlling the flow of info is up to you. Have access to stocks, funds, options, cash management, and cryptocurrency. Make unlimited commission-free trades in stocks, funds, and options with Robinhood Financial. The same goes for buying and selling cryptocurrencies with Robinhood Crypto and zero commission fees. Also introducing cash management. Invest, spend, and earn all through your brokerage account. Secure a spot on the waitlist and reserve your card. Here's what I want you to do. Go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate and when you click on the referral banner and securely sign up either using your Android, Apple device, or desktop, you get a share of stock value between $3 and $150 after funding your account. That's all you got to do. You get a free stock. I get a free stock. We all win. Trading terms and conditions still apply. See Robinhood.com for more information. Once again, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate, click on the Robinhood referral banner, and claim your free stock. Robinhood, it's time to do money. You're the guy outside Taco Bell. Yeah. What do you want? I guess you weren't part of the cocktail plan. Greed, deception, abuse of power, that's no plan. That's why everybody's down here? You got that right. See, according to Cocteau's plan, I'm the enemy. Because I like to think. I like to read. I'm into freedom of speech and freedom of choice. I'm the kind of guy who likes to sit in a greasy spoon and wonder, gee, should I have the T-bone steak or the jumbo rack of barbecue ribs with the side order of gravy fries? I want high cholesterol. I want to eat bacon and butter and buckets of cheese, okay? I want to smoke Cuban cigar the size of Cincinnati in the non-smoking section. I want to run through the streets naked with green jello all over my body reading Playboy magazine. Why? Because I suddenly might feel the need to, okay, pal? I've seen the future. You know what it is? It's a 47-year-old virgin sitting around in his beige pajamas drinking a banana broccoli shake singing, I'm an Oscar Mayer wiener. You live up top, you live Cocteau's way. What he wants, when he wants, how he wants. Your other choice? Come down here, maybe starve to death. All right, then why don't you take charge and lead these people out of here? I'm no leader. I do what I have to do. Sometimes people come with me. Jay here, PositiveSarcasm.com, pre-recorded at the Spare Parts Studio. Happy Sunday, everybody. It's the Sunday. Leftovers. Happy Mother's Day, uh, of course, except for the single moms who are literally just doing it to collect a paycheck. In that case, okay, I'm going negative already. Let's go with the good stuff. Let's stick to the positive, if you're positive. Uh, happy Mother's Day uh, to all the moms, and happy Mother's Day to all the dads who have to put up with the moms. Um, it's a good. It's a good day. 
Last Wednesday was not so much of a good day. It was uh, it was a bad podcast. Uh, you ever had those days where you know you're trying out new material, or you think you're well read on a subject, or you think you've you've gone through your article and you've reviewed it, and it's all laid out in your head, and then when you go to execute that article, it you just you just stumble and fall, and that was pretty much what happened on Wednesday. It was sometimes that happens. You just you know it's just a mess, and and you know what you got no one to blame but yourself. So whatever, this is it's you just go with it. You don't edit it to make it sound pretty, well some parts, but for the most part, um yeah, it's it just didn't work out and if I if I had well, yeah, it was a mess. No excuses. We fix it. We move on from there. Um what do you do in a situation like that when uh the de- when you just have a when you have a bad day, your podcast sucked. Turn it around, then you call your mom, because that's what we're going to do. We, uh, that's what I do when, when, when things are bad. Um, actually, I'm lying, but I'm just going to make this shit up. When, when things are bad and uh, life's not going your way, you, uh, well, you, you call your mom. That's what you do. You call, you call your mom. So let's see how this works. Okay, so apparently she's out with the chickens. So, uh, hmm. Okay, so I guess we'll try that again. Uh, that was uncomfortable. My mom didn't pick up the phone. Usually she's sitting by the phone hoping that I'll call. Um, well, not the case. This is the first time I've actually attempted this, is actually doing a phone call on the podcast. We're going to give it a shot again. So let's try. Let's see. She lives down in South Carolina. Uh, she's by herself, but let's see. She didn't, let's see here. That was her home phone because she lives in an area where there's almost no service. Call me the breeze. So let's try another phone number here. Let's do this one. Let's see. She, see, she picks up the phone. Let's try this again. Oh, the suspense is killing me. All right. Let's try it again. So weird sometimes when you I mean I'm trying to I'm trying new I'm trying new things with this with, with the podcast and with my video work. Uh, I'm even thinking about doing virtual tours. I'm going to eventually get like a a Rilo camera, a 360 camera so I can do virtual tours. But we got to see if this thing actually if what's with this freaking I don't want to attach to my Wi-Fi. Uh, what the fuck is everybody? Oh wait, it's ringing. Let's see how this works. Welcome to Verizon Wireless. Your call cannot be completed as the called party is temporarily unavailable. 
Please try again later. Welcome to Verizon Wireless. Your call cannot be completed as the... Okay, well, I guess that's that. Um, she did not respond, so I guess what we'll do is uh, just move on from there. She didn't call. or she, Well, I called her on different lines, and uh, she didn't respond. So, well, I guess that's what I get for not really calling her a lot. Um, we'll check back in with her in a little bit, maybe before the podcast. I'll have to let her know that she's being recorded. Uh, she's being recorded and monitored for quality assurance purposes. Anyways, you can find me on Instagram at positive underscore sarcasm. You can find me on facebook.com slash POS sarcasm. You can find me on TikTok at positive sarcasm. You can find me on the YouTubes. Positive sarcasm, positive sarcasm podcast. Uh, anybody who thumbs down my uh, episodes, they can, they're fucking losers and they should kill themselves. Um, anyways, uh, I got a, I got a bunch of stuff here today as far as, oh, I wanted to, by the way, anybody who's, uh, the, the, the COVID thing is still, oh, wait, here we go. Okay, let's see if this works. Phone is ringing. Okay, you guys ready? This is Jay. Hey, what you doing? I'm, uh, you're, you're on the podcast being recorded right now. Don't use the N-word. Okay. <laughs> Uh, okay, so it is, it is, it's Sunday, it is Sunday Leftovers, yes, this is my mother, uh, jack of all trades, Jew of Brooklyn, New York, uh, so yeah, I am, I, yes, it is a, what, what's today, the 10th? Today is the 10th. Today is the 10th and it's Mother's Day. Today is the 10th, it is fucking Mother's Day, and yeah, I figured on the podcast I would do like a Monday, it's basically just me, it's still me, it's just me, but you just happen to be hooked in through a mixer attached to a uh, computer that goes through a microphone, and once again, Mom, you are in my ears. Well, I would hope so. Yeah, no shit, right? <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah I, was, I was literally going to, after last week's terrible podcast that I did where I thought I had all my information figured out, and once again, little Joey stumbles and falls in his face, he has to call his goddamn mother to help him wipe <laughs> off the boo-boos. Um, oh, <laughs> so to make all better. Yeah. So I mean, I was thinking I had a bunch of stuff on the podcast I want to talk about. Um, we I had some COVID stuff, all the false reports about meat shortages and toilet paper. By the way, I own a bidet, so you're welcome. Um, okay. Let's see all the shortages, but the I wanted to let people know that. Uh, let's see, you went to. You think shit was weird now? You should have been back in the day when my mother went to high school. Where'd you go? You went to Abraham Lincoln. Which is what? Like Abraham Lincoln High School in Brooklyn, New York. Yep. 15,000 kids? About that. How yeah, many, triple session. How many of them are still alive today or not in jail? Uh, I'm sure there's a couple in jail. Many are extremely famous. Um, Jerry Stiller. Still don't tell me Jerry, Jerry Stiller. Is he one of them? Probably. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> um, but um, a lot of them, unfortunately... When I graduated, they went off to Vietnam War and never came back. And that continued, I guess, for probably another four years after I graduated. And, uh, peop uh, yes, I'm, I'm in touch. I'm on a group with my Facebook friends um, from Abraham Lincoln High School. And occasionally I do get a posting that someone passed away. But the class was so huge and the school itself was so huge that 
I didn't know a lot of these people. <laughs> you know, the, the name is familiar. I go running to my yearbook and looking at pictures and saying, oh, yeah, I know her. We were in uh, chorus together. We swam in the pool together. We were in English together, whatever. You know, so that's how some I connect with. But then some were really good and close friends who I'm still in touch with. You, uh, when... What was I thinking? I just I, this is I this don't Sunday know. East Sunday leftovers are such a mess for me. I mean, it's ten o'clock in the morning. I, most of most no, people my age are barely, barely getting it's out of bed. It's eleven thirty, Joey. Whatever. And I oh, well, I already fed my I fed my fifteen chickens. Um, <laughs> I put water in the pool and cleaned the pool. Yeah, that was on the voicemail. Uh, I made my by the bed. Way. That was on the voicemail. I, gave, I, I made the phone call and the vo- and the voicemail <laughs> simply stated that I'm out with the chickens. I'm pretty. I don't yes, know if I'm I gonna keep, may keep that in. I may I may edit that part. No, I'll probably keep it in. I already told people that you live in South Carolina, where people drive Dodge Daytonas with rebel flags covered in orange. Um, and you have no... Um, well, if they drive something that's orange, that's in respect of Clemson University. Go Clemson. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Clemson's down, there? Clemson's down there? Hell yeah. Oh, I didn't know. So Yeah, Clemson's a, the very west part, part of the state. So all I know, um, all I know is that that I talked, I talked to Timmy because he was on, he's been on the podcast before, and he mentioned yes, that we kind we weren't allowing you to leave your house. Basically, apparently that was a discussion that I was not involved in. Is that we're well, not? I got that from I, I got that from your sister as well. Oh, okay. I figured you would have been like, whatever. I'm from Brooklyn, and you would have snapped your no, fingers. No, no, like, no, no, no. And, no, no. Uh, you have to realize I have a roommate who works in a hospital. Yep. So she basically takes off her scrubs and her shoes. Uh, outside, right into the washing machine, which when you walk in the door, the laundry room is right there. Yep. She dumps all her stuff, and she hops in the shower. And everything gets wiped down. Everything gets sprayed. Um, when I go out, I'm wear- I have gloves. I have wipes, and I have, a- I have a mask. So I do what I have to do, and I've been out mostly to Lowe's getting stuff for my chickens. And track the supply, my favorite store. Now, how long are you going to go until you take the mask off? Um, I'm going to probably go till the end of the month and see how things go here in South Carolina. Um, things are, they're not great, but they're not bad. Well, define yeah, not great, like, because I walked to, because I have several, I have several stores. I don't, I have certain stores that I frequent. So basically right. I, I'll go to. I go to Hannaford's. Uh, that's yeah. where I, that's where I go to get my groceries. I right. I go to uh, I I only go to Whole Foods just to get Alpha Brain. That's the only reason I go to to go to uh, that store. Other than that, I don't go. Um, mm-hmm. So I walked into Hannaford's. I don't wear a mask because I don't give a shit because I got an I'm awesome. So I go there. Well, I, do, I don't wear a mask. Uh, the gym is closed, okay. so I don't go there. The mall is closed, so I'm not going to get my hair cut. The I if oh I Oh my god. Right. I noticed your hair was getting kind of bushy. It was. <laughs> it was. I did get it tightened though. So the, the um as far as so those areas are out. If I did have it, I had it back in February. And oh, you did? Probably. You took a flu shot? Well, I had a flu shot, but I didn't get the I don't know. I got something. I basically woke up one morning, drank 3 cups of coffee, and then an hour later I threw up everything. Uh, and then I was sick for about three days, and then that was it. It was over. It was done. I was completely fine. Okay. 
Um, I don't know. I haven't been tested. I haven't gotten to the doc. I haven't actually gone to the doctors uh, since 2000, like a PCP visit. Yeah, I'm never doing that again. Fuck that noise. Uh, but as far as going to, I'm wearing it's a mask. It's necessary, I, I, Joe. It's necessary to for, have a yearly appointment or why? especially with your family history. Why? You know, you my family history. Yeah, but my family history developed because people didn't eat right, didn't take care of themselves. See, that's one of the no, things we discussed in this no, podcast. No, it's that, genetics, dear. Yeah, but it's how much? You, how much are you going to blame on genetics when you eventually have to start eating right and doing the things necessary to take care of yourselves? I get it. Every I, once in a while, if you feel a little discomfort, you should probably go to the doctors. But why would I go and spend one hundred and sixty dollars to sit in front of a guy who's literally just going to go touch this, feel that, and then send you a bill <laughs> for one hundred and fifty dollars when your insurance company turns it down? We've had this conversation before, but now it's being recorded for quality and assurance purposes. Um, <laughs> you know, I, well, I, it's a, I it's guess a, I'm lucky. I'm lucky because I have wonderful insurance yep. and I have Medicare as my primary. So mm-hmm. I have not paid a medical bill and I can't tell you when. Right. Thank God. But I do pay for my Medicare mm-hmm. and I do pay for my secondary insurance, which is through my, my former employer. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't give that up for all the tea in China. So, um, are you I sure you want to be getting stuff a... from China right now? Are you really sure about no. that? You want to set that back? Maybe Taiwan, no. since they're not recognized my, my by the Jap- Chinese government. My Japanese oolong tea. There you no, go. Um... Yeah, Japan, PlayStation, go. Um, okay, oh. so yeah, but wait I... a minute. Let me finish. All right, Jesus, go ahead. Go Christmas. Ahead. Um, I also had a flu shot. I had a pneumonia shot. Mm-hmm. So I eat well. I, I I don't put myself in harm's way. Yep. I only go out when I have to. I walk my dogs. I still do my yoga, mm. even though it's limited because my yoga studio, unfortunately, had to close, which broke my heart, which broke my friend's heart because she had to close the studio. Permanently but, or temporarily? Huh? No, permanently. Oh. She couldn't afford it. Yep. I mean, she she's one of those businesses that just— She's a casualty. Had, yeah. Had, had to close, yeah. yeah. A, a lot of businesses in town, I mean— just I think there's about three that closed permanently. Yep. So the restaurants are open. They're doing, you know, curbside. Now they're doing outside dining. Yep. So that's kind of comforting, but it's still a little scary and I'm not ready to partake. Let's put it that way. I've been cooking a lot at home. I have a lot of good food. I got plenty of meat. I have, uh, of course I have fresh eggs every morning. Right. But I don't eat them every morning. I eat yogurt and other things. Now, but um, isn't it now the initial blast of this, as far as yeah. from your perspective, because you've seen shit that I have yet to discover. You were in New York City in the midst of eth- uh, ethnic clashing riots. Oh my God, yeah. The New York oh, blackouts, yeah. uh, Viet- oh, yeah. Vietnam conflict, massive protests. The oh co- my God, um, the Cuban Missile Crisis. <laughs> I mean. There's stuff that has not been cataloged that people don't even discover. You were in the midst of Stalin's five-year plan when he basically uh, the Gulag Archipelago was being written. Uh, people whoa, were whoa, people whoa, were pe- whoa 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 How old do you think I am? I wasn't alive with Stalin. Yes, you were. The 1950s. No. The 1950s is when Stalin was in. It was in. China. He died in what year? I don't know. Well, we we should probably Google that. That's why I have ten computers. Well, well please do. Stal- okay, Stalin. Uh, let's see. Stalin. I don't know when he died. Let's find out. Eighteen seventy-eight was... to nineteen fifty-three. Okay, so you were four. I, I, I was four years old. What the hell did I know? Okay, but yeah, but who came after him? It was it Khrushchev. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, Khrushchev, and he was a shitbag too. So it was. It was oh it my was... god, he 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 was. 
He was incredible to watch when he was uh, at the UN with his shoe banging on the table. <laughs> he was a Looney Tune. So it was Lenin. It was Lenin, Stalin, Khrushchev, Stalin and then and Gorbachev. Khrushchev. Gorbachev was the one who oversaw the Chernobyl. Have you seen Chernobyl? Uh, I've seen bits of it. Yeah. That is people don't realize like Chernobyl. How is, bad it was? Is people don't? Yeah, that's the thing. Is when I talk about the things that you went through, people don't realize how bad. That actually was when you until you go back and watch the movie and watch that five part series, you don't realize yeah, exactly. that that was the worst nuclear disaster that could possibly ever happen next to an actual nuclear war. This was so bad, it rivals the natural explosion of Mount St. Helens. Well, you realize we had our three mile island. Which of was not, which, was yeah, which, small, way smaller scale, but yeah, that so was like peeing in the accident. ocean. That was like peeing in the ocean compared to a thermo, a, a nuclear reactor blowing up twice and launching massive amounts of isotopes that could be read all the way in Denmark. Um, and, yeah. and then among all that happening, in the, and I remember I was, I was, I just mentioned in the podcast that there was a guy, you know, those weirdos that when you go to the store sometimes and you, are at the counter and there's somebody in front of you buying tickets and they're scratching off tickets. You know those guys? Yeah. Yeah, he goes and he takes a penny out of his pocket that he has and goes to scratch and he looks at it and he goes, 1986, that was a good year. I go, wait a minute. Uh, that was the year Chernobyl blew up and that was also the same year that the Spatial Challenger blew up 90 seconds after flight. That was for me. That was very scary. You know why? Why you were go- you were, I- were going to be the next teacher, special ed teacher in flight? I, I was working, yeah, I was working at a um, an elementary school in Tilton, yeah. and we had a shuttle bus that brought students from a neighboring district to our school because we specialized with special needs students, mm-hmm. and somebody came, walked into the classroom and said, the shuttle blew up. <laughs> and I thought, we all dropped our jaws and thought it was the school bus that blew up. You know, who somebody... <laughs> Somebody like that me was, who's big that in- was really oh my god minute you know you know you know what's funny is somebody like me who's very much into freedom of speech th- I I have oh I god. have to admit that that person may should consider how to properly choose their wording <laughs> so that was a poor choice of words um, but maybe they were just in shock but people don't realize how the craziness that the craziness that's going on right now is probably the result of just pure panic. And laziness. The laziness of, of not willing to be performed. Oh my God, there's a Chinese bug. Let's go out and buy all the toilet paper. Fuck yeah, that, everybody that was else. Ridiculous. Let's buy that all was the ridiculous. red. Yeah, let's go buy all the red meat that we, first of all, don't know how to cook because we're idiots. We spend most of our time in the drive thru of Taco Bell. Did you see the freaking. Oh did you see the videos I put up of people at Taco Bell and Starbucks? The, thi- the two things that you could easily make at home for 75 cents a piece. A taco and a cup of coffee. The two easiest things in the world to make, but no, you got to sit in a drive-thru for 38 minutes. So you can complain. So you have something to complain about after. It's You know what's funny? When I drove through town yesterday, I almost stopped at Dunkin' Donuts to get a cup of coffee. And you resisted. And then I said, and I said no, I'm going home. Because you're an American and you have a per- you're a Jewish American and you have a percolator, perfectly you well percolator in your cupboard. Which I, I hope- have a percolator, I have a Mr. Coffee, and I have my Keurig. Now, and I also have my camping coffee pot, which makes the best 
coffee. And yesterday, that's a percolator, right? My my what? The the camping coffee is a is a it's a percolator machine, right? That's basically a yeah, percolator. No, you you put it on the stove. Yeah, and it goes da 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 da. But um, it makes the best coffee. But see, I had a I was looking at that yesterday because grandson Timmy said, Grandma, it's going to be a very bad hurricane season, and I want you to be prepared. I mean, he was adamant. He mm-hmm. wants me to be. So yesterday, what did I do? I went into the storage unit, and I got all my camping supplies, and there's my coffee pot. I love my little tin coffee pot. And, you know, I, I have all my supplies. I just need some more batteries and a few more flashlights, and I'm set. Right. So all these people that are panicking and going out, and then there's the, the, the people that I see in drive through completely wasting their lives you know what at this point i now don't get me wrong i do feel bad for the the people that have had to who have lost the people that are on furlough that have lost their jobs even though there's a lot of jobs that are pretty useless the people that are um stuck at home because they have autoimmune disorders you have celiac like disease. i do you have actual celiac disease not the people who are gluten free because i don't i no, don't like the smell ha- of bread i yeah. have i have celiac i have ibs oh so yeah. I've got a dub- the double stomach whammy, and um, I have to watch what I eat, and I don't eat out because I don't know if things have been contaminated unless I get a guarantee from the restaurant that I'm at. Well, you're you know, mostly self-sufficient chef. like me. You can do – why oh, would yeah, you go out and yeah. put, why would you go out and have something half-assed prepared when you can go at home? When you think to yourself, why would I go out when I can make it better at home? You make a better cup oh. of coffee at home. You make better red meat at home. You make better food at home. Why would you go out all the time to spend all that money when you can do it at home? Why I, would you go out and I, spend eight bucks for a Bud Light at a bar where you don't know anybody? <laughs> or you can invite five, six people over and make wonderful cocktails at home. So why exactly. would you go? Why but, that, that doesn't make any sense. A lot of people are going out to drive-throughs or getting food from outside because they want to get out of the house period and they're anxious and it gives them an outlet and this way it's one less stress on them and that and they are helping the workers so we have to look at it from both both angles i mentioned it's helping the people who are inside it's helping the the workers on the outside and god bless them thank god they're there well that's that's another key thing is what they're going to Taco Bell and Starbucks. And then you just mentioned a yoga studio that closed permanently because they were a non-essential business. But why aren't these people, instead of going to Taco Bell, why aren't they going to a local burrito joint? When these people who are going to Starbucks, why aren't they going to a local coffee shop and supporting them? The companies like Taco Bell and like Starbucks and, and uh, uh, those large corporate companies why aren't you supporting it? Why are you going to Whole Foods? Why don't you go to the local organic food store and support them? Spend your kombucha well, money over there. Why don't you doing that? These companies could die tomorrow, and yet you are sitting at a Taco Bell or you are shopping at Whole Foods. When these companies okay. that are these companies that have workers too, I get it. But those are those are lower wage workers who can find a job anywhere. Somebody poured hundreds of thousands of dollars and has a small business loan and they could, their business could be gone tomorrow. You're not just supporting exactly. the worker. You are supporting the owner who put their life and passion on the line to open up that little coffee shop. And Which now is what my girlfriend did. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and now with the, the, with the this, yoga studio, she said she'll be out of debt in about three years. Right. 
Exactly. So I get what you're saying. Yes, yeah, supporting the workers. Like I would go to Aroma Joe's and tip them a couple bucks because they were giving out free coffee and stuff to certain people. Great, great, awesome. Aroma right. Joe's is cool. They're a franchise that's local. I'm not going to Starbucks. I'm not sitting in line. But, but they're expensive. Like did... Their coffee is expensive. It is. But besides the point, I was at Lowe's quite a few times getting supplies for the chickens. Right. And like you normally were... do, like a normal human being. But the guys were loading. They had hired extra guys to uh, load people's trucks and cars with outside stuff. So I drove in. I was getting um, red patio blocks. And the three guys were loading the patio blocks in the back of my truck. God bless my truck. I love my truck. Anyway, um, and it, they had big signs that said tips appreciated. So I went into my purse and I handed them the money and they were so appreciative. And it made me feel good, too, that I was able to help them out. They helped me out because, you know, I can't lift, you know, 30 yeah. uh, red patio blocks in my truck without killing myself. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. But anyway, that's just me. So I try to help out. Now, that, that's, that's like a community thing. That's like a community social group is what a community social yeah. support system. So you think that, okay, yeah, we're going to lose. We are going to lose some local businesses. And it's gonna, exactly. But that happens and all the time. Businesses fail all the time. But do you think if there was more of a, a, a stronger community more of a tight-knit group of community supporting small businesses supporting your neighbors instead of leaving everything like when this is oh, absolutely like what do you think brought new york out of the shit was it was it was it ultimately the, the people st- the, the people. people who did it for themselves right the food banks the, the people who contributed money and food and masks and whatever else that they could get out of their pockets and just people looking out for each other and people cheering each other on and People just, you know, the, the so community, the community connecting. policed itself. The community took care of itself. Ultimately, but, that, but that's New York. That New York to me is the exception to all the rules. And yes, I am prejudiced about New York because I grew up there mm-hmm. and I saw the sense of community as I grew up. Took a long time. I go there now and it's like a foreign country. Yeah. But had I stayed in New York, I would be a part of that. Yeah, because it, it, it never because so. it keep it constantly keeps moving. But the idea is like yeah. you've you've seen this shit before, and I I I don't get why people like the false reporting of the the media, like the meat shortages. First of all, there may not be as many selections in the stores, but I can still yeah. get any type of meat that I want. There's tons of fresh oh, vegetables. Yeah. There's tons of frozen vegetables. The only thing, and yet, okay. and it's all the reason this stuff was missing to begin with was people who panicked and people who hoarded, like meat shortages. Uh, right. They went out and bought freezers and they stocked up. Yeah. I have a big, a uh, uh, big freezer in my storage room. I haven't used it. I have plenty in my freezer, and uh, I'm not going to starve. I have neighbors who have a giant freezer, and you know, she said to me, "If you need anything, come on over." You know, so here in my community, I made sure I checked on all the older people. You know, I'm not exactly young, but I'm not exactly that old. Right. You know, and I've been checking on people. I've been selling my eggs. Some of them I've been giving eggs, Mm -hmm. you know, and just um, check it, just general checking on people, especially my, my neighbors right next door. I mean, my neighbor has lupus. She also had thyroid cancer. And so we talk across the ditch, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and I, I even named one of my baby chicks after her, her daughter. 
So <laughs> it was kind of funny. But, um, you know, we're all checking on each other and waving, you know? Right. So and even my, ma- my mailman, you know. I love my mailman. His name is Mike. He is a godsend. He brings packages. He knows to put them in the back, by the back door. You know, and it's just everybody here helps everybody else. So but it, that's there's, not the there case is, everywhere. you agree that there's no reason to panic and hoard at this point. You're, you're in New York. You were always cautious, no matter what. Panicking is one thing. Being cautious is another. Right. And not putting yourself in harm's way. There's no reason but to go out. But there are people and... when I people I walk into the store and there's a woman, no mask, no nothing, and she's got like six or seven kids with her, all running around the store. I'm talking about Walmart, unfortunately. And, you know, people at Walmart, they have the the plastic shields, they're wearing face masks, all the workers are wearing gloves, and everybody, I think, is happy to be working, but they're also, there's probably a little bit of fear in them. Well, what is it that you've, I'm sure it's somewhere in the Torah, something about uh, fearing what you don't understand? Well, that's true. Yeah, that's Well, isn't true. that what life is all about, is what we're trying to find meaning, and we, we don't understand something, we automatically fear it. And I oh, think there's a fine the line. meaning of life. <laughs> and, right, and here's the thing, where <laughs> I get, temp- reading up on my history, when I see a line at Market Basket of uh, how many people are allowed to go in, I start thinking back about time, I start looking at history books of when people were in line for bread in, in certain countries, and... Uh, being forced right to right here during the Great Depression, they were in line for bread. Right, and I don't, I don't want to go back to a time like that, whether it be through depression or whether it be through, uh, you know, regime means. I don't want to go back to that. When I see that stuff, I automatically the the Jew in me resists it. And I don't like, for example, like I was told I have to wear a mask if I'm going to shop at Whole Foods, and I'm like, well, not go- then I'm not going to go to Whole Foods then. I'm not going. Because I I don't I don't wear a mask. I feel like I have done enough for myself where I am understanding of the risk for myself. Now I guess other people would say, well, you could be spreading shit to other people. Well, it's like, well, well you th- know what? If you get sick, I have to drive or fly up there to see you. Well, I'm not getting. Well, I don't. First of all, I really don't get sick. I do enough for myself where I take care of myself. And when I do get I when know, I do get but, sick, uh, this is an invisible thing, and well, you just. Don't How many know. things so are in invis- better up with an ounce of perfect, per- prevention? Right, but at the at the end of the day, we have to we have to eventually come out of this. We have to go back to people. Have to go back to work. People have to go out and be sociable. Like I'll just put the roof down on the car and just go for a drive because it's nice yep. to blow off steam. Even though I have everything that I need, I have everything that I want. Like this shit has only benefited me. Uh, so and yeah, and so I do pass the savings. Onto whether it be my clients or to be my neighbors because I'm looking out for them and that whole sense of community like being nicer. There's no reason to be hoarding hand soap, isopropyl alcohol, hydrogen peroxide, toilet paper, meat. It's it's and there's no reason for the the meat the the freaking news to perpetuate that fear because people. Do you want me to get political? No, <laughs> no. But I can tell you right, we don't need to because mom, you can agree with this. A person is smart. People are stupid. Because people, that's what happens in a game of telephone. Uh, next thing you right. know, the fear controls the mass, whereas a person right. can stop for a second and go, wait a minute, is this a good decision? Ultimately, yeah, I, I can, I'm not going to wear, I don't wear masks. I don't like the imagery of it. 
I have my biases and I have my prejudices, just like anything else, because I'm just trying to stay alive and in one piece. If I feel like I'm walking into a bad neighborhood, what do I do? I turn around and go away. I don't care how good the Colombian food is. I'm turning around and walking out. Okay. You know, like for example, okay. I was in I was in L.A. back in 2008. I was driving a powder blue. Yes, I remember you calling me from L.A. Powder blue. How did you get to the Hollywood sign? Powder blue Chevy Malibu. I got a I got a pale ass redhead in the car, and I just took a wrong turn, and now I'm in Compton. What do oh, you think? Yeah. What's my next move? You tell get me. The hell out. Right. Exactly. So, um. Let's see here. Oh, I did before we close up shop here on the Sunday leftovers. Um, I did want to ask you about because one of the things that got New York out of the shit was music, and who was one of the coolest rockers uh, of all time? One who really brought the who actually did a lot for for uh, for black people. Little Richard. Yeah. Oh, he he was, and I've, I Energy. saw him in person many Ener- times oh, in did? New York. He was phenomenal. He, Tell, yeah, energy. talk to him because I I've heard a couple of his songs. The guy had so much energy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I I take him a zillion times over James Brown. I could not. I just couldn't get into James Brown. Well, you. I don't know why he he, he creeped me out. Uh, I, well, Richard, I, he also had a bit Anthony of a Little Anthony and the Imperials, the Drifters, yeah. the, the Commodores, the Temptations, the Four Taps, all, I saw all those groups. They were phenomenal. But Little Richard, he really started it all. He, he was wild. Yeah, he, I, I don't know his, I don't know much of his background other than he was just, he was way back. He he was part of the original rock and roll movement, and he was a rock star. He was Alabama or Mississippi. He was one of nine kids, um, and he, a lot of he got a lot of his inspiration from gospel music. But that's the heart of the South. Yeah, and thank God for the the, the black gospel music. I mean, it's really the heart and soul of this country's music. I think at the end of this podcast, I'll tack on uh, Long Tail Sally. I'll put that. Remember the remember the movie Predator when they're on the helicopter? That's the song that's playing in the background. I hate that movie. <laughs> Why? Why do you hate that movie? That's one of the greatest it's action. Too, it's too creepy for me. That and Aliens. Oh, God, no. Uh, okay, I don't so, yeah, do you're, those movies. You're not, you're not big into action movies. That's the thing, though. You're more like I, I you're more like Rob Roy f- f- with you know what's his face and uh, and Mel Gibson's Braveheart. You're kind of into that. You're you're more into the okay. I, if it's, I like historical movies, yeah. I like movies with a happy ending, even though many of them don't. Uh, <laughs> I like girly movies. I don't like anything that's really brain dead stupid. Even though my girlfriend just introduced me to uh, Jurassic Park two and three, and they were phenomenal. What? What Jurassic World? Whatever. That's, that's what the one with I'm Chris. Sorry, not Jurassic Park. Jumanji. Oh yes, yes. The new Jumanjis are really. You know, those are sequels. Those actually. Yeah, I know. Yeah, those well, don't. The original was fabulous. I mean, Robin Williams. Yep. May he rest in peace. Was phenomenal. But these other two were really, really good. And They're the fun. cast was hysterical. I mean, between Jack Black and. Um, uh, was, Dwayne Johnson. I mean, yeah. I'm, whoa! It was it was just good fun. It was, it was a fun good movie. Fun to watch during this time. You yes, know? it takes like it takes your mind off of things. 
yeah. but no, I, I, no, I actually saw the new Juman. I was glad that it was a sequel to the original number one to pay respects to it. And then number two, it was actually the, 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 the first one with Dwayne Johnson was actually a really good movie. It was a lot of fun. It kept moving. Yeah. It, it, it knew what it was. It didn't take itself too seriously. Like, uh, when what's oh, good, yeah. yeah it was it was really good i did what i just saw another movie oh that was the gentleman i reviewed that that was that was a different that was a guy Ritchie movie you're not into that stuff um okay so good so you recommend you definitely i guess we'll do it as a movie thing we'll recommend the next jumanji oh, if you're, it's, yeah that was really i mean i was you know kind of skeptical I, maybe i just wasn't in the mood to watch something like that but sitting relaxing having a couple glasses of wine good meal you know and we sat and we watched that and it was just so it was just so much fun i mean she was laughing her ass off and i was just laughing at her laughing her ass off and it was just a lot of fun and it was relaxing and it just made you feel good well you have uh successfully oh i just i also wanted to okay since there's movies that you don't like you don't like predator and you don't like aliens i did want to inform you that they are making a sequel to demolition man so uh get your tickets ready mom just wanted to let you know demolition man um sylvester stallone and wesley snipes so just <laughs> oh god <laughs> so there you go get ready uh opening night but, Is that uh, the one where he's a prisoner or something like that? And they wake him up. They wake him up. They put him in cryostasis, and then oh uh, god, yeah. Yep, they, I'm gonna, I, there you go. There you go. 1993. Here we go. Bill Clinton's in the uh, office, and yeah, everything's great. Okay, good. So we just did. <laughs> we just did 40 minutes on the podcast. I successfully tested out this uh, phone to thingy thing. Um, I actually uh -huh. tested out with. I actually tested it out with the automated phone system, the Comcast. Um, but it's, uh, it actually, it, it, this thing works. I'm actually talking to you on the microphone and it's now being recorded through the computer. So, uh, oh, cool. Nice. And yes, I basically killed two birds, one stone. Yes. I basically used a mother's day phone call to fill content on my podcast. So there we go. Uh, full Did you say happy mother's day and I love you. Happy mother's day. I love you. I love you too, baby boy. All right. So <laughs> we're going to close up. Sh I'll close up shop after I get off the phone with you. Um, I will end this podcast, of course, with Longtail Sally from Little Richard because he was the shit. Um, he was um, he was definitely one of a kind. All right, cool. May he rest in peace. All right, so uh, I'll get off the phone with you and I'll do my plugs, and this will go up. Uh, this will be up tonight, so you can basically listen to yourself because. Oh what God, that's so exciting! <laughs> that's so, yeah, be be prepared. This <laughs> I, this one's gonna go the ahead. The thing is, I sound so Brooklyn when I record. Good. Myself. Well, <laughs> gee, I wonder why. Um, no, I uh, this is. Know. Yeah, I remember. I have to listen to this like at least two times and then edit it and put it all together. But that's okay because uh, screw it. I'm not editing anything out, so this is gonna be perfect. Um, but yeah, uh, like all right, Ma, you've uh, you've done it. You've you've done a 40 minute podcast over the phone. Imagine what you can do in person. Oh God, right? You and me in person, I can't get a word in edgewise. <laughs> yeah, you could. We'd have an extra 40 minutes for you to get in a couple words here and there. Um, okay. All right, we're we're good. Perfect. Okay, I love you. Love you too. Stay safe. I will. Bye. Bye. <laughs> We're done here. You can find me on Instagram at positive underscore sarcasm. You can find me on uh, Facebook.com slash POS sarcasm. You can find me on TikTok uh, at positive sarcasm. You can find me on YouTube. You can find me. You can, you can find me, whatever. Uh, rest in peace, little Richard. Uh, streaming, uh, are we streaming? No, we're not. Okay, we're done. <sighs>
I'll get to all the other stuff next week. Until then, thank you. You can find me on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podcast Addict, and CastBox. Till then, thank you for listening, watching, subscribing. Email me directly, positivesarcasm at outlook.com. Thank you for listening. I'll talk to you all on Wednesday. Recorded here at the Spare Parts Studios. This has been a Positive Sarcasm presentation. Support this podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Once again, positivesarcasm.com slash donate.